to today's Sambadhanam series. I'm in conversation with Srimati Sangeeta Namashivanam. She's a very well-established and renowned dancer who today shares her passion with young and aspiring dancers through her dance school, Kalpana Dance Theatre. For Sangeeta, dance is not some rarefied, exotic activity or far removed from the perceivable. Instead, dance has always been the manifest expression of the unmanifest impression. After having completed her early years of dance in Sri Lanka, Sangeeta then proceeded to one of the foremost centers of Bharatanatyam, the Kalakshitra College of Finance, which was founded by Srimati Rukmini Devi Arundel, one of the contemporary greats of the Eastern culture. Trained by brilliant gurus in the true Guru Shishya Parampara, Sangeeta completed both the diploma and the post-diploma courses with first-class honors. Rukmini Devi once said of Sangeeta, she is highly intelligent and is a polished as well as an accomplished dancer. Words of praise are rarely heard from this great personality. She toured extensively with Kalakshita and went on to work with the internationally renowned dance choreographer, Chandraleka. With Chandraleka, she was involved in the creative and innovative explorations of Bhattanati. To enhance her understanding of movement and greater strength and suppleness, she took up the ancient martial art of Kalaripaya. She has also been actively involved in the experiment of using dancers as a form of therapy for the mentally and physically handicapped. It would be no exaggeration to say that she has traveled widely as an ambassador of Indian classical dance. Dancing with joy, Sangeeta imbues technique and grammar with a sparkling quality, bristling with life. Her presentations are intense and emotionally charged. Her spirit is dance, rooted deep within the authenticity of the art. She, she carries the spirit with her and ignites the passion and enthusiasm in aspiring young dancers as well. In playing her role in sustaining the life of Bharatanatyam in a world of modernization, she trains her students with the same values that were ingrained into her when she first started to dance. Kalpana Dance Theatre, a young and vibrant Malaysian dance group, is the brainchild of its resident artistic director, Kalakshetra trained Sangeeta Namaswari. She has successfully injected into Kalpana Dance Theatre that same professionalism, artistic execution, passion, enthusiasm, rigorous discipline, and unfailing commitment distinctive to Kalakshetra. Kalpana Dance Theatre strives to be in the portrait of Indian dance by consistently performing all over the world by holding performances in Malaysia, showcasing the dancing grace from other parts of the world. So impressive is the quality of Kalpana Dance Theatre's work that a significant affiliation with the Prachin Kalapendra of Chandigarh, India quickly became a reality. Through Kalpana Dance Theatre, students can now achieve higher levels of technical competence and artistry. Samvadhanam. Thank you so much, Sangeetaka, for joining us. I know you're a very, very busy person. Your timelines, are, I mean, your, your timeframes are completely different, but thank you so much for the warmth and, uh, you know, immediate acceptance of talking to us. Thank you, Mrudula, for inviting me on this beautiful platform, Samvadhanam, to talk with you. 
I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure the, the pleasure is ours. Um, so, Akka, I just wanted to sort of start up. You, you have such a rich journey of training, learning, and, you know, putting this to use to your students for the future as well. Um, you've been with some of the Star Wars as well. But, you know, when you go outside the shores of India, the interest to connect with their roots is always there. And this prompts children to, you know, learn classical arts. Um, but, you know, the challenges faced by you in introducing these classical arts in a foreign land, I'm sure would have been many. Can you sort of, uh, you know, share your experiences, your biggest challenges perhaps? Simridula, I was born and brought up in Sri Lanka. So like every other Tamil child, my sisters and I were also sent for Bharatanatyam classes and music classes. At that time, our education primarily came from the home because there were no external influences like the television or social Correct. media. Mata, Pita, Guru, Devam. Guru was the ultimate. She knew what was best for you and we followed without question. After my graduation from Kalakshetra, I came back to Sri Lanka and I taught at the very institutions that I learned from. So this was what, while television was around at that time, it was still a time where students had implicit faith in their guru. Absolutely. Teacher knows what we ought to know and it will be taught in good time. Teacher will present us when she thinks we are ready to perform. So no questions asked. There was still a level of uh, uh, no confusion. Correct. Simple, simple learning, you know. Uh, and then my education again from Kalakshetra was Gurukula based, you know. You're told and you learn. Correct. You are seen and not heard. Yeah. So from there, I moved to Australia for a period of time. We migrated, my husband and I. And my large or larger student population was from the Tamil migrant uh, right. diaspora from Sri Lanka. Right. Now, this is where you see these young parents of these students who have had to make this incredible, like myself, we moved because of the ethnic uh, issues. In Violence and yes. Yes. So nobody wanted to live. We were very happy. We were very comfortable. We had the perfect lives, but we had to move. So there were these young parents who were in a, in a dilemma about and, and very concerned and even paranoia about their children losing their roots. So these parents would go to any end, Mridula. I had the greatest support from these young parents in Australia who would do anything to inculcate a little bit of cultural learning in their children. Right. You'd have mothers driving one hour, sitting in the car for one hour, driving back another hour, you know, and uh, show times, this would happen until late night uh, rehearsals. Uh, both parents working, no support in the home, exhaustion, but parents would do their very best, you know, because they were so afraid. Then we come to these children who are taken away from their comfort uh, education, upbringing, putting right. a new cultural, educational society where everything is different. 
and then you want them to excel in that uh, atmosphere, but come home and be or grow up the way we grew up in Sri Lanka. Correct. So this is the very first point of confusion. <sighs> we our children. Yeah. Not wantingly, but this is how it is. And then, you know, Mridala, today children have their, their primary uh, focus is education. It, it is not easy, not the way you and I learned anymore. Right. So tremendous pressure. So they have to excel, you know, and it starts at grade one. You know, study, study, be first in class. Otherwise, you're going to get nowhere, you know. So the competition. The competition. So with this, when a child comes into my dance class, I am so happy that she actually found the time to take that one hour to step into class. From there, I think our duty as a teacher is to inspire these children. We have to work backwards from our learning. So I tell you, you listen, works no longer. Now they are heard and never seen. Because the uh, online classes, you'll see the camera off and you'll hear voices. Oh God, you know? yes, yes. So, so I think primarily the teacher, student, there must be some kind of inspiration that this child wants to come back to class tomorrow. Okay, I have a lot of schoolwork to do, but no, I want to go to dance class. How do you inspire that? I think each teacher has to find her a way around. Correct. Each country has limitations, different requirements, diverse uh, uh, issues to deal with. So I think that's, see when a child walks in uh, from an Australian uh, social background, child automatically puts a potu, wears Indian clothes, right, right. touches the foot of the guru. We're doing a varnam on Muruga, who is Muruga, the stories about Muruga. So unconsciously an entire wholesome cultural education is taking place in dance class. So this Beautiful. is what so and this besides that look at what all life's lessons that they're learning they're learning to be confident they're learning to carry uh, themselves beautifully their postures teamwork leadership qualities you know to think out of the box you know so uh, take care of the younger ones help the teacher to teach the uh, the junior groups so life's lessons are huge it's not just about beautiful armandis and natyarambams anymore that will come automatically you know so i think tamla solvaangle mridula vittu pidikkanum ama correct today nama nama vittu dhan pidikkanum i pick my battles i let go of the smaller issues because if the bigger plan is in place, the smaller issues will fall into place. Correct. And today they have a wealth of knowledge so easily available to them. They don't need you and me anymore. They have Google Guru, they have YouTube Guru. true. For me, that's my first achievement correct okay so she has a major uh, university exam she can't be regular for a little time so either we there is no need to uh, we have to strike a balance now madam we have to strike a balance correct correct and then we are also parents we have also raised children 
And we have seen this whole process of growth. See, I remember when I was in Kalakshetra and I used to sometimes uh, re uh, help out when I uh, take a class when a senior teacher can't come in. Uh, students coming in will look at my slippers outside the classroom and won't come in. Or they'll come in and say, I've got a stomachache and sit down. I was a tigeress. Tangaratattapina 16 times. You stop, we start again. Oh, start wow. times 200. You stop, we start again. There was no compromise. So from there, I have come a long way. <laughs> so I think I think that evolution is necessary if a technology is so uh, out there. And I learn a lot from my students too. Ipan, the communication, we have to keep it open. You know, technology, I'm zero. So there's a lot of things my students help me with. So that give and take is there. We are not friends. Boundaries are very clear. Yes. But we must be able to discuss and communicate. And it's Think beautifully said because you are a mature sounding board as well, right? You're not just friends, but you're a mature sounding board. If there is an issue, there is a, and most of them treat you as part of family. So that makes a huge difference as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just about dance. They'll come to you about their boyfriends. Or what course do you think teacher I should take for university? So it, it's a whole uh, relationship uh, building process. Yeah. So that's where it starts with that word inspiration, Lamrudula. You know, if you get that right. So you have children from with you from the time they were four or five years. Then now you have your students' children coming to you. Correct. <laughs> you know, so I think uh, if we if we fight that evolution, then we are banging our head against a wall. It won't work. You know, and you put teruketeru or teacher kanga. Oh yeah, absolutely. So there's no dearth for good teachers. You know, and I think another thing that is important is that the teacher needs to have sound knowledge of his or her art form. Because like you said, these children are so well read these days. They will throw you all kinds of oh, questions yes. and challenges and you need to meet it. So for that, only your education. So we need to be updated. We need to be reading and, you know, keep above board to keep up with these young children. You know? <laughs> No, beautifully said. And in fact, you know, I'm going to circle back to where you said um, you, you take a huge step forward to make sure that these students come into your class. That itself, as you said, is a is a major victory, right? To get them into your class physically. Um, but as a, as a person who lives, say, outside India, how far do you think diplomacy centers, you know, like embassies or cultural units, how do they help spread of arts, you know? And, and what do you think that they can do better, perhaps? How do you feel that they can, given that you've been there for so many years, you've seen all different situations. How do you think they can help better as well? So these diplomatic centers, high commissions, cultural centers are the backbone of the cultural community outside India. Actually, they are our very most important support system. If you look at Malaysia, it has a large, if not the largest Indian diaspora in the world. So with it comes many advantages and many challenges. Because this diaspora is not just even about culture, their needs are very diverse. 
So Malaysia, fortunately, and especially Kuala Lumpur, is a culturally very vibrant city, Mridula. We don't know where to choose, what to choose to go to. So every artist's prayer is that the next incoming head of mission will also be culture sensitive, culture friendly, culture supportive. But I must say Malaysia has been very fortunate because we have had some phenomenal leaders of very the nice. nation. Very nice. Starting from Sri Ashok Kantaji, who mooted and uh, initiated the cultural center idea to Sri Vijay Gokuleji, who saw the entire process through to Sri T.S. Tirumurthi sir, who took the cultural center to another level. To our current High Commissioner, Sri Murudul Kumarji, who embraces and supports culture wholeheartedly. Malaysia has been extremely lucky. Wonderful. So I, and, and the cultural center, the Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose Indian Cultural Center, named by PM Modiji on his visit here, under the directorship of Mr. K.I.N.R. before the COVID, was hosting a cultural event every day of the year. Sometimes there were two to three events in a year. Oh, wow. So for me, I don't see what more they can do. And all these uh, shows, uh, most of them were supported by the ICCR. Co-sponsored or co-supported by the ICCR. On a personal note, I have had uh, the fortune of uh, immense support, unstinted support from the missions in Malaysia for which I'm very grateful. I have been the recipient of the Government of India grant for cultural associations overseas for the promotion of Indian culture from its inception. This is 12, 15 years already. Right. The Cultural Center has always been open to me to host my events. ICCR, we have performed in India several times on the invitation of the ICCR. So I have been very fortunate I think eventually hard work, sincere work gets recognized. And like I said, we have had wonderful heads of missions here. Right. So that has helped, you know, it's a, it's a two-way relationship, but um, Rudula, it doesn't happen one way. Absolutely. So that's there. And every proposal that I write in to the mission gets looked at. So I think that's a big, uh, big, big, uh, job that they're doing out there. My only request is to the government of India that when they, when they continue sending heads of missions to countries like Malaysia, that they will continue to choose heads who are able to cope with the diverse needs of our diaspora here. Because every country has different needs. Correct. So culture is a very big component of our diaspora here. Unlike say Denmark or Norway, or for example. Right. Know, well, maybe economics, maybe economics plays priority. Correct. So, so if we get a culture unfriendly head here, it's very hard. Absolutely. So that's why also you, you also have a wonderful network of uh, artists in Malaysia themselves. It's a very strong network of artists. So it really helps to have uh, better support. We have... Uh, we have uh, a large number of very talented artists, Mridula. So I think um, 
I think that's why. So, but we've been doing very well so far. Everything's been good, so nothing to complain about. But this, uh, I, I hope the government of India will bear this in mind that uh, there are diplomats and diplomats, Mridula. But each um, <laughs> diplomat is uh, uh, the strengths are different. So, our diaspora, in particular, needs uh, uh, a very, very able, strong uh, leader. So, and the cultural center. Cultural Center, we right now don't have a, a director because this KINR has been posted to Trivandrum post-COVID. But um, and anyway, nothing much is happening uh, physically anymore. True. So, yeah. And and this year has been such a such a washout, you know. This year, particularly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good, Mridula, uh, for us to because we are a non-stop train, you know. Yeah. So, chuk-chuk-chuk-chuk-chuk-chuk-chuk-chuk, so stop now. <laughs> you know, uh, rejuvenate and, uh, you know, rethink. And uh, I think it's good, that little space that we had. And now we'll go back completely fresh and, uh, you know, otherwise uh, this demand to produce continuously can also... Have its negative it. effect, you know. Yeah. I think we've got some time to think. Uh, yeah. Quieting down a bit as as artists ourselves, sometimes we need this quiet time which we completely forget. And uh, I, I enjoy the quiet time actually, you know. So and then we are paying attention to teaching a little more now mm. because uh, you know. So we are full heartedly there uh, because otherwise there's so many other distraction performance based distractions. So I think it is not just. With dance, I think the whole thing needs to be reevaluated. Life itself, no? I agree, and it's always like you know, like as you said, very aptly, like a train to the next performance, to the next performance, to the next performance. Yeah. Never yeah. Like because we need to be seen well. Otherwise, oh, Shangita is dead, or oh, she's not long, no longer there. The next artist comes in. You know what I mean? Exactly. So <laughs> and it's like, who is Mridula now? She's not performing, or you know, I don't think she exists as well. So yeah, all of these. She's absent from Facebook for three months. Okay, out. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. But um, you know, as a person who's so immersed in in culture, local culture, and you know the local milieu, um, so it's a seeping of local ideas and incorporating elements of local cultures into your traditional art forms. Do they dilute the core of classical art? Mridula, our classical dance forms have withstood the test of time. Our Indian classical dance forms are a very powerful medium of communication. There's absolutely no thought or idea that you cannot present through a dance form Absolutely. like ours. I think it's important to use this platform today to communicate, educate, discuss matters of relevance. Any idea or thought can be presented without diluting the art form. As long as its aesthetics are in line with the art form itself. We don't need to confuse ideas and presentation. Any idea can be presented through the classical art forms. Now, Malaysia is a melting pot of three different cultures, the Malay, Chinese and Indian. True. The confluence of these three 
cultures can be creatively actually very beautiful. Why not? Once again, as long as the aesthetics of each art form is respected. Right. Now, Grudala, I come from a traditional learning background like Kalakshetra. So when I think of Atte or Srimati Rukmini Devi, what comes to my mind immediately is aesthetics. Because for Atte, aesthetics was a way of life. Everything about you must be beautiful. Talk nicely, walk gracefully, dress beautifully, think beautiful thoughts. Her primary energy was spent on molding young adults into good human beings. Her philosophy being, you, your art is a reflection of who you are. So if you're beautiful inside, beautiful dance is automatic. Art without vulgarity is what she stood for. Mm. So coming from a background like this, these are the principles that primarily govern my creativity. Right. Then, then I had the opportunity of working with somebody like Chandraleka. Right. Another yeah. phenomenal personality. Now, she refrained from doing the Alaripu Jitiswaram format, but never, never compromised on the technical perfection or technical beauty of Bharatanatyam or Kalari. Kalari, right. these were the two forms that she used. Correct. She wanted, she demanded uh, Mridula the most perfect Armandi and the most beautiful Natyarama. She refused to work with dancers who did not have a sound technical. Uh, Grounding. Background, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she presented thoughts and uh, issues that were relevant for that time. Right. So I think I think I think everything is possible for me as long as these boundaries are respected, aesthetics are respected. I am good with any uh, fusion, contemporary, call it what you want. But Katna Dance Theatre, my dance company here, living in Malaysia for the last 30 years, it's inevitable that you do uh, collaborate with the other right. cultural races. They learn ours, we learn theirs. But again, as long as you pay attention to, to, to keep the aesthetics right, to keep the beauty, the, the, the discipline correct, I think there's no harm. I've also experimented with Kandyan dance and, uh, and the Bharatanatyam while we were living in Sri Lanka. Kalpana Dance Theatre has produced some very beautiful Odissi Bharatanatyam confluence uh, presentations. See, India is so vast. Each state is like a country of its own. Yeah, really don't need to go outside India looking for variety. Yeah, very diverse. Yeah, so between Bharatanatyam and Odissi, music is different, uh, costumes are different, uh, technique though, it's from the Natya Shastra. The whole thinking process is different. They see Krishna so differently to how we see Krishna. You know, so and then we have done productions addressing uh, current issues like women empowerment. So I think uh, everything is possible as long as those uh, there's no compromise on the uh, art form itself. There's still so much we can do. We don't need to compromise that form yeah. to find another art form. You know, just because you do Natyaramam a little differently, it doesn't become contemporary for me. You know, so yeah.
I, I think that this beautifully reflects how uh, you know sure and strong you are in your uh, basics and you know your training because uh, I, the reason why I ask these questions is sometimes you know to not only bring out what your thoughts are but also to educate a lot of people who have a confused idea of a lot of things and uh, I keep saying again and again that such a perhaps any Indian dance but for me Bharatanatyam per se is such a beautiful framework that it is so flexible. At the same time, you can accommodate anything within it. But it is so useful. So, yeah, it is so beautiful that anything can be represented. Um, and you still have more to offer. You know, that's how beautiful. Yes, yes. I just don't understand when somebody says, oh, we are bored. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So, you know uh, I'm not bored yet. Maybe I'm still <laughs> old fashioned. <laughs> but uh, see, the good thing is that we have moved forward also. We are not, you know, in the 1980s anymore. But that doesn't mean, see, your co-education, your co-upbringing, you don't need to compromise on those things. Absolutely. You no. Know? So these are the values that have stood you for 30, 40 years of teaching. So these are the principles of your, your li life, you know. So, and it's good to teach our young children these values too, you know. So I think, like I said, there's a balance. So we we are giving most, we are giving in most of the time. There are some things that we need to say now enough. Yeah, you know, correct. Where you draw your boundaries, I think that is important. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But it's been so lovely talking to you, um, and just the clarity of thought and the way you present yourself. At the same time, the just the happiness in you know bringing people together. I think that's a lovely. Uh, you know, nature to have for a dancer. Uh, not all dancers have that. So thank you so much. It, it's been such a pleasure um, talking to you. And I'm sure there are a lot more things we can talk about, uh, which I would love to at some point of time. But thank you so much for taking time off and, you know, saying that. Thank you, Brimla, for inviting this me. Journey. I, I must say that I'm very lucky because how many people get to do what they love in life? Right. So I think uh, good karma is in play. <laughs> Many blessings. <laughs> and thank you for inviting me on Sambadhanam again and to the ICCR for co-branding this beautiful series that you have initiated. Wish you all the best and a wonderful continued journey in dance. Thank you so much for those very heartful blessings. And, and I think no more than wishes there are blessings. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you.